0: From BuzzFeed, (laughs) I saw this picture or whatever, and I would love to interview you for a video we're doing. Email me at blah, blah, blah.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. And I was like, BuzzFeed on something? (laughs) That doesn't make, like, I actually was really skeptical at first, so I actually did not, I didn't pay attention to it for a couple of days.
1: You're listening to the Thriving by 30 podcast. I'm your host, Brian McKinney, one quintessential millennial who's just trying to figure out how to feel secure, inspired, connected, and thriving in my 30s. Tune in to hear me talk with folks about things like self-care, identity politics, regular politics, pop culture, and media, with guests who are just out there hustling in their own way. Blunt. Unfiltered and unapologetic, inspired by the determination to get like my shit together and find some kind of joy in this mess of a world. I'm here to share my journey and share life's lessons along the way of learning how to authentically adult as a 90s baby. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Thriving by 30 podcast. Here we go. Everyone, it's been a hot minute. I mean, you know, three-ish weeks since the last episode dropped, right? It was like pre-Thanksgiving, all about what thriving means or looks like to me, which is, I guess, you know, always evolving in some way. Um, But yeah, if you missed that one, you can certainly go check it out. A lot has happened, I would say, since Thanksgiving. Um, You know, I've been at my new job about a month now. And let me just tell you, like having a regular schedule and being able to plan my life has done like wonders for my mental health, like leaps and bounds, really. Like, I don't love my new job, but it like, it does what I need it to do, right? I can predict when I need to be there and when I have free time and I can like schedule things and all of that, um, Yeah. You also might notice that I sound a little different today. Um, we've had a little bit of an upgrade in our system here. Um, and so I'm hoping that the sound quality is a lot better. At least I think it is when I'm putting this out, um, in like the middle of editing right now, but I think I would really appreciate it if you let me know how, how you think it sounds different. Um, Mm -hmm. If you want to give us a like, five-star rating on iTunes, that'd be great. If you want to leave us a review, that would be even better. Um, I did have someone email uh, me through the podcast. Uh, If you want to email me, it's delusionalartists, plural, uh, at gmail.com. There's a link in the description There's a link to my website, my Etsy, the Patreon, uh, Instagram, like the whole nine yards. That's all in the description. This gets like super awkward when you talk about it too long. Um, But just naming that like a lot of my energy is put into projects like this. Um, And so if you want to support it, I would appreciate it. Uh, Anyway, today I've got somebody who is very, very near and dear to my heart. Um, We were roommates in college. uh, Babyface, good old babyface. You may recognize her voice because she has been in a couple um, BuzzFeed videos lately. Well, in the last six to eight months, uh, three different BuzzFeed videos. And so her and I got a chance to like catch up um in wake of all that and in wake of her moving out of grad school and out of being a student of academia into professionalism and career and quote unquote adulting um anyway so we got we got to catch up on a whole lot uh and to see sort of what's happening with each other what's going on. And I think you all are going to love her. Um, I certainly know I do. I always have a lot of fun chatting with her and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. Again, if you want to leave a note, comment, review, email, like, share, subscribe, all of those things are possible. Um, links in the description and I will see you on the other side. With me too. Uh, it's so great to hear your voice. I was trying to write your intro for earlier, mm-hmm. and I was thinking I was like, "God, remember that time? There was like two moments that really stick out to me um, for having you as a roommate. One yes. was." Remember that, like, airplane hangar we went to? It was, like, in the middle of fucking nowhere because you wanted to go to a CrossFit gym. (laughs) And it was, like, 5.30 in the morning.
0: I do. Yeah, I do.
1: That was, like, the start of your fitness journey, which I got to say, like, you hustling. Like, you doing what you doing. Um, But, like, that's when it started was that, like, 5.30 airplane hangar in the middle of upstate New York like
0: yo I cannot believe you remember that I forgot that time of my life a little bit like I really was out here trying to be at the gym and trying to do stuff and it was wild like CrossFit I hate CrossFit now TBH really I think yeah like I can't even believe that was the route I chose I mean I do at the time because I was like I just wanna lose this weight fast and I wanna be fit and I wanna be healthy and that seemed like the quickest way, but it like I just can't imagine doing that anymore. It's so competitive. It's like for me I feel like it's not good for your body. Like, no, no wonder
1: people are passing out and puking. It's just that's Mm. not what I wanna. Yeah. And I learned that very quickly. (laughs) Well, there was that one that we did and then you convinced me. This was, like, I guess right towards the end of the year when we were living together, like, to go with you to OCC and meet, um, oh, shit. What was his name? The two of them. Daddy-O. Yes! (laughs) It was a good time. It was a really, really good time. And I am
0: so grateful and thankful for you. Like, it just, what I was going through at the time, like, We're both Aquariuses,
1: so we hate, like, feelings and shit. We were both like, eh. Right? Yo. You know? (laughs) We were... That year we lived together... So that's the year... So let's see. That fall. So the year we lived together was the year, like, I came to terms with, like, the survivorship (laughs) stuff. Right? God. We was babies.
0: We were... Yeah. It's wild to think about that now. I feel like that was—I felt like an adult. when I look back at it, which I was, but I was very young in what I was in what was happening.
1: Yeah, there was, yes.
0: Because we were going through a lot of shit. <laughs> like what?
1: Right. We it was like, a mess.
0: It was yeah, it was a mess. We had we had a but we had a strong community. Um, a queer folk, which I really, really miss. Yeah, oh, so, like, like, we were messy, but
1: we were all messy together.
0: We were messy together, and we were working on ourselves in ways that I feel like most people I know at that age were not.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true.
0: Like, especially with the gender shit, you know,
1: <laughs> right? We
0: were trying to figure that shit out. I mean, you had it figured out. You were like... This Me? This I feel like you did. Like
1: No. God, no.
0: Like, when I met you, I didn't even know what trans was, really.
1: Um. Well, I mean, I met you at the Resource Center. Yeah, as a right? freshman. As a freshman. <laughs> yeah. And I met you... Let's see. So, what was that year? Fall 2019? 2000, Nine? Two thousand ten? Yep. Fall two thousand ten. Okay. Yeah, so I had been on T just over a year at that point. Mm-hmm. And that yep. was, like, my broski days. That mm-hmm. was when I, like, backwards ball cap, like, <laughs> I'm just a regular dude looking to hook up with a girl, but, like, were, I'm yeah, trans, bro, so I guess she's got to be queer, so, like, That's why I'm here. Hi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was very like straight bro at the time. Yeah. And that's when I got with. Yep. Yeah, that's when we met. God, that feels like. That's lifetimes ago.
0: It was a long, long time ago. We were both very different people. Um, Speaking of, she got married. (laughs) What? Yeah, I just saw the photos on my
1: Instagram. I mean, didn't get a bite. Um, Well, obviously, I didn't either, so.
0: (laughs) Right. I'm like, dang.
1: (laughs) Did you really think you were going to get one? Yeah. Whatever. Life is weird like that.
0: It is weird. It is weird.
1: Like, people just go and do things, and they continue their lives, and they meet other people, and they become other people. Like, the, the I remember from college is not the that exists now. Right? Right. Like, I and haven't I talked understand. to her since college. Like, I don't know her now. So, like, how am I to say it? You know what I mean? It's exactly. just, like, fascinating. And, and like, it's vice versa, too. Right? Like, the Brian they knew then does not exist anymore. And that's, <laughs> and that's okay. Right? Like, you have to be certain kinds of people to other people. That part. You know?
0: Mm-hmm. I had to be okay with that fairly recently.
1: Yeah, that's rough. Well, that kind of leads me to my next question. So I wanted to ask Thank you, or you. one of the things I wanted to make sure to ask you today. So you've been in these BuzzFeed videos, right? Yes. yes. How did that happen?
0: It was actually kind of wild. Um, so I don't know if you remember, but there's a picture on my Instagram that I dropped where uh, my, I'm wearing like a jacket. And I think the, my, I, I've, it's just my bare chest. I think the caption is like, this is black womanhood. I dropped it maybe like last fall. Okay. It was a photo with a friend of mine. Um, And I put that photo on Tumblr as well. And I did not expect the photo to kind of, it got like thousands and thousands of notes. I was trying to check it before the podcast to see how many notes it has now. But maybe like, I think over four or 5,000 notes. Wow. So I had someone... Come in my, I don't want to call them DMs. This is an Instagram, it's Tumblr. Like, people message you on Tumblr, right? right? And this person was like, hey, I'm from BuzzFeed. (laughs) I saw this picture or whatever, and I would love to interview you for a video we're doing. Email me at blah, blah, blah. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, BuzzFeed on Tumblr? (laughs) That doesn't make, like, I actually was really skeptical at first so I actually did not I didn't pay attention to it for a couple of days um because I like checked the person's profile and it just was like a regular person and so I was like let me just email this person and so I emailed the person and I kind of was like hi like I'm so excited for this opportunity blah 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 uh but I had I had a whole bunch of questions first not like a whole bunch but a couple because I wanted to make sure like if it, what, how legit this was and just because it's BuzzFeed you know like if I'm gonna put myself out there in a very particular way then I need to know what the boundaries and the constraints are if you know what I mean but they emailed back they had a whole they had like a question list um, you know they dropped the Insta BuzzFeed Instagram they dropped the queer vision that's on Facebook and kind of was like you know this is kind of what we're doing um, you know this is the video these are the people we have Uh, These are certain because I asked how many, what kind of identities like, are you just out here with, you know, just lesbians, just trans folk? Like, are you being inclusive? Um, What types of races of people do you have? What kind of identities do you, you know? I'm trying to see where their framework is, and it was pretty legit, and so I just kind of agreed to do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I don't have to tell anyone, and so I did it, and. A couple of weeks maybe a month later because it, it took some time and then it dropped and I actually didn't even know um, I think one of my friends actually sent it to me I was like hey is this you in this video and I was like oh shit I forgot about that that was like weeks ago um, and so yeah that's kind of happened
1: what was the response like
0: it was mostly positive because um, it was just about you know being black and being cutie pock and finding community and da 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 da. So everyone was like, "This is great! Oh my gosh! Boo boo boo!" Um, it felt amazing. So I talked candidly, you know, without the social justice jargon, without being politically correct, I guess you would say. Because I was in, I had just come out of my master's program, mm. Um, so it felt good to be kind of doing this work, having to be academic in that way. Um, and then to get into the other videos of, around top surgery, that person hit me up again a couple months later and was like, Hey, we're doing, um, a video around top surgery, you know, would you want to be in it? Right. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> uh, cause that, you know, as you know, when I had top surgery in 2015, um, I didn't make it public information. Right. right. So like a whole bunch of people did not with me. Remember, I created a secret Facebook group with only like, I think maybe 25, 30 people that I knew and trusted and loved to watch that process. And so I was like, oh, uh, to do a BuzzFeed video on top surgery, my mom's going to see that. My cousins are going to see that. Um, You know, people that barely even know me are going to see that, that like follow me on Instagram, maybe or people that I haven't even met yet. Um, I'm worried about you know, job stuff. I'm worried about, I don't know.
1: The question of do you or do you not want to be stealth?
0: Right. Exactly. And I was, it was something that I've talked about on my Instagram before. It's something that I'm vocally about if you know me. But yeah, it was super, I had to think on it a little bit. Um, and again, you know, I had questions like, Okay, but is this you know, top surgery usually equals trans. I'm like, how do I fall in here? And they kinda were like, Well, actually this is why we want you in it, because we know like we're getting questions from people, you know, who have a similar identity to yours that is struggling and like, you know, in our in the last video I had talked about it and so they were like, No, we really this would be a great opportunity, we would love you to do it And it was really vulnerable to do but I think The fact that it was more informational made it less, um, invasive, I guess you should say, could say, um, but it was really good. I think the the responses are really good, but there were also a lot of bad responses as well.
1: Um, I don't like, I think there are moments that every queer person has in some form Like, in their gender role, when it, like, when gender is fluid for someone, there are different, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, There are different, like, experiential things that you will, that I can predict you will go through at some point, right? Like, you're always, and there's always this weird moment where someone in your family that you didn't expect to find out finds out right like does that make sense Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like like i had that happen with like my dad's funeral right like i never expected to see my aunt denise i hadn't spoken to her in i don't know since i was three right but then she comes through the funeral line and she's like oh wait where's you know da 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 and i'm like oh Hey, Antonise, I'm over here in a suit and tie. Like, how you doing? Right? Right. But like this was being out in a public way that I'm sure folks you didn't expect to react or maybe to even comment on, have commented on. Mm -hmm. And so so how does that feel?
0: It felt... mm, It was hurtful. needed to happen. Like some of it were just things that I needed to go through, uh that I was putting off, you know, and I was like, how oh, do I continue to grow as a person? How do I continue to be me in this world? That means that I have to start pushing these envelopes that I've been scared to push for so long. Mm-hmm right? If I'm trying to make these promises to myself, like, be authentically myself. Because when you're authentically yourself, somebody else is going to take that in and make their lives great, right? Like, what am I doing if I'm not, I don't know, holding myself accountable for not being scared of the hard shit in life, especially around my gender, because I've put so much work into it. And so if, if me putting out this video and actually helping, you know, my community and doing the work in in the way that I want to, I'm not, you know, who would I be if I actually didn't
1: do that? If I'm asking other people to do that. Mm. And so
0: for me, it was about congruency.
1: Okay. Well, can I ask you, what was that moment for you? Right? Like, if you're... Cause I can imagine there's some person somewhere because I think a lot of us as trans folk, particularly like this day and age, and I mean, trans in like the broad spectrum of things, like, right. I guess I should, I'm of the era where trans meant everybody. Like before, <laughs> before we had gender nonconforming, right. Yeah. Like that wasn't, when I came out and, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, like there are generations of trans folks right and you can mark those generations by what um what social media or digital platform we used to find one another right so you know i can think of certain folks who used to come to trans queues right and i remember them talking about um, live journal and all that. And that's like pre my stage. Right. And then there was like folks who found each other through MySpace, And then I came out as trans in the beginning, like very beginning of 2009. And for me, like my generation is YouTube. Right? Like, we found each other on YouTube. I, I documented my transition on YouTube. And I, like, found those videos the other day. Super creepy. But, like, um, what's his name? Um, Aiden Dowling, who's, yep. uh, who was on the cover of Men's Health. Super famous now. Right. He and I started testosterone within, like, two months of each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, we were on YouTube at the same time. Um, there's another guy named Skyler. Skylar. Like, he's really big from, like, my quote-unquote generation, right? Like, we all started tea within, like, four or five months of each other. And then after us, like, I don't know, a year or two later, like, when we all got to be, like, a year and a half or two years on T, it became about Tumblr, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that's where you came in. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's where you came in. You came in in the Tumblr era, and now, now I think it's into Instagram. I think that's where it lives now. But I'm not entirely positive. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm too old to know where it lives now. And that's okay. Like, I don't right. need to be in the finding each other space. You know, the like, just coming across what to call yourself, or possible language, or... Right? Yeah. But like, how does it feel to be in something that might be that for someone?
0: That Yeah. <laughs> After hearing the map of the history, I think that puts a lot more weight on it in my head. Um, and, I, and that's exactly what that felt like when the BuzzFeed video came out, about especially the one around top surgery. Um, because the the people that you mentioned, right, Skylar, Aiden, um, I, when I was at Syracuse, those were the people that I looked up on YouTube as well. Like, I was looking for people on YouTube, but they were older than I was. And so I found, you know, like, the older generation of, like, Hacking and like top surgery stuff, but I found people in my generation on Tumblr. Like you're definitely right about that, but they also were doing YouTube videos, right? Like the YouTube videos had advanced a little bit um, with like I'm iMovie. I think everyone was using at the time. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's nowhere near. Like people weren't getting paid and stuff. You know, like the way in which that happens on YouTube now. Right. Um,
1: yeah, this is old school yeah, YouTube. Old school YouTube, yeah. And so it was like, i straddled both of those generations,
0: I think, a little bit. And so to kind of be in this weird space of like, oh, wow, yeah, I do think it lives on Instagram. Even though I'm not the people looking for community, I'm kind of just trying to, um, you know, embody that and just like live my life and like just be an example for people. And it, it feels good um, because like, that meant a lot to me when I was younger. Um, but it it is a little overwhelming sometimes because I see myself in some of the people who do hit me up. Um, and I'm like, oh, this is so great. Let me talk to you. Let me guide you. Let me make sure that you feel like you are amazing and brilliant and you're struggling, but like, we're going we to get you on the other side so that you feel great about yourself. You know what I mean? Um, and so it is it's a, it's an interesting experience because then also like I've fallen into the trap of looking at YouTube comments and Facebook comments, especially on Facebook, because that is where
1: the videos had dropped first. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, You know, and it, it definitely does take a hit on your self esteem. It it puts, it started to put me back kind of, um, you know, when you start feeling dysphoric about yourself, Right? Like, it's like, oh, there's a lot of people that are confused. Like, wait, who is this girl in this video that's supposed to be about trans people? And it's like, yes. <laughs> um, oh, look at this oddball. Like, she's not supposed to be in this video. You know, and it starts to take a hit. But I had to, you know, I actually, like, disappeared kind of for, like, a couple weeks. Um, Even though I was still enjoying all the positive feedback that I was getting from friends. But um, that's just when I realized that I can't do that, like, ever. Like, Especially, um, I equate it to being in romantic relationships. Don't You don't need to be checking their Instagram. You don't need to be checking all the social media 24-7, right? Like, keep your peace. <laughs> and so I just, I started to keep my peace. And I was like, you know what? Let me stick to the positive responses I'm getting from the people who love me and know me and value me. Um, and just be there for me, you know? mm
1: how do you, like, that sounds so centered, you know? Yes. Like, and I guess I would name it as, like, that sounds like a wonderful place to sit,
0: <laughs>
1: right? Like, that place of, like, you do you, and I'll worry about my shit. Like, you in your lane, I'm in mine, we cool, right? Yes. How How do you feel like you maintain that? Like, how do you take care of that? Mm,
0: um, honestly, I'm on the like trying to pay attention to what I need most, um, and just trying to keep that peace, that happiness that I have. Um, because of you know, and I have really, really bad depression, and I have really high anxiety. I notice that it's very easy for me to slip into bad habit, bad habits, and slip into. Um, You know, not taking care of myself emotionally, like I set a boundary and force it. If I tell myself I'm going to go to sleep at 9 p.m., I should probably do that actually, Um, you know, because that affects my mood, that affects my thinking. Um, You know, I have to. There's some discipline that has to come with keeping negative thoughts at bay, right? Like, why would I sit on something that doesn't make me feel good? then I don't feel good for multiple days on end and I don't have time for that anymore. <laughs> right. Um, you know, like when I was in college and you know, you can lay in bed, you can you know be in that place because you also don't really have what you need to take care of yourself. Um, cause you're just trying to get through school. You're just trying to get to the next, right. Or even if you're working, like you just have enough energy to do what you need to do. Um, and I can't waste time on things that will take my energy and take my joy. Because when I'm joyous and when I feel good about myself, I do great things. I I can't cheat. I shouldn't cheat
1: myself out of that. Hmm. When I look at like your Instagram, for, for instance, like mm-hmm. you all about that gym works. Like you in there like sometimes <laughs> twice a day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I hit it. I get it.
1: Like, is that, is that your part two to therapy?
0: I think, (laughs) yes, I think it is right now my part one. Um, I can't afford therapy right now as much as I would sacrifice a whole bunch of other shit to be in therapy because I know exactly what it does. Um, you know, I've been in and out of therapy and it changed, it changes my life completely. Um, But because I can't afford it, I realized that working out actually um, keeps my anxiety levels pretty low because I get my energy out. I don't have to sit with it in my body. And it does wonders for my depression because I had asked. I got a new primary care physician and I asked him, I was like, so, you know, I can't go to therapy um, I can't really afford it, but I have heard that the gym, you know, helps with mood and hormone balances and all this other sort of stuff. And I was like, I feel that way, but I can only spend my money on one thing. <laughs> mm. Uh, and he, you know, looked at my chart, you know, checked for hormone levels and all this other stuff. He was like, yeah. Um, he was like, I actually want you to put 110% into the gym and eating right and being healthy because that seems to be working for you. Um, because I don't, I don't want to be on medication. I used to be on medication in college. Um. And it just made me sluggish and I didn't like not being able to feel things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so hitting the gym is my self care as well. Like, yes, I feel good. Cause I'm like, mm, I'm sexy. I'm getting it. Like, you know, this is, this is exactly who I saw in the mirror when I was like nine years old. Right. And so, you know, that's validating. Cause I had top surgery, you know, my gender, I'm together with it. Um, and so I have to go to the gym or else, one, it's going to affect my mood and my depression, and two, it may bring back my dysphoria. And that's a lot. <laughs> right. Uh, and so, you know, this is the one thing that I have to have discipline in because it affects the rest of, like, everything
1: else in my life.
0: hmm Yeah.
1: I mean, you get it. Like, I'm, you know, you keep, <laughs> I'm
0: trying it.
1: Keep working. Keep working. You hustling. <laughs> Hustling at the gym. You're hustling enough for the both of us at the gym. I'll say that.
0: <laughs> you used to go...
1: I would go for, like, a month at a time. You would? And then I would quit. <laughs> because, like, I would... And the thing is, like, this has a lot to do with... Being a testosterone-laden body. But, like... Also, when I was, like, 22, I could go to the gym for a solid month and see results. Right. And then stop going. <laughs> right? Like, I saw what I needed to see, and I got what I wanted, and I left. I
0: cannot tell you how envious I am of that specific
1: difference. thats envious. a I mean, that's a huge difference in estrogen versus testosterone bodies. Yes. Like, because when I was not a testosterone body, it didn't work that way. Mm-hmm. But now it <laughs> does. Like, it's weird.
0: Yeah. I mean, that is also why I try to hit the gym as hard as possible to um, kind of attain the body I want to keep. Because I think a lot of me thinking I was trans and stuff was. You know, because I was like, well, I want to look this particular way. And the only way I can look this particular way is if I get on top testosterone, because it's not possible for those of us who don't have that, like, but, you know, you can, it just takes a lot longer and you have to be really diligent with what you eat right. um, and really, really consistent. Like, I actually am amazed that my shoulders look the way they do some days. Um... But then I also attribute it to the fact that, like, yeah, I don't have my chest anymore. So some of these things are more obvious on my body, too.
1: hmm Yeah. It's about making a new relationship, too, like, with your body.
0: hmm Like, after you Absolutely. have top surgery. Yeah. I mean, even still, I, like, I'm super confident. Like, I love where I am right now. But, um, you know, I still have insecurities of, like okay, so I do have this, like, little T-shape happening or whatever, but I still am not – I don't know what I'm trying to say. It does not necessarily look like most of those who have t shapes and muscles and all the other guys. Like, I still have my hips. I still have, you know, a little – because my fat hasn't redistributed in that same way. Mm-hmm. Um And so – Every day, I think I still have to, like, look at myself in the mirror and give myself affirmations, Um, which is why sometimes I get annoyed when people make comments about how I am, or like, oh, cocky, like, oh, you look like an asshole. And it's like, y'all have no idea what it takes to love this body and to love this gender. And, you know, it's a lot of self-work that I think people don't. I mean, how would you see it if you don't talk about it, right? But mm-hmm. to assume that, you know, confidence equals you're a dick. <laughs> right. Um, or you're full of yourself. Or it's like, yes, I have to be full of myself because if I wasn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't have the conflict. Like, I wouldn't be able to be a, like a person in this world.
1: Being queer is so hard. Well, that's true. You know, the video you were in, one of the other... are. Like, rewatched it before when I was making my questions for this. I rewatched mm-hmm. it, and one of them says something along the lines of, like, no, if you want to take fucking selfies after hating yourself for like 20 years, like, take your fucking selfie. Like, <laughs> yeah. do your fucking thing, right? You know, yes. like, be you and be in it and fuck everybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, fuck that the haters. Is, that's really where I'm at. Like, I started
0: like it was like I was in a rut maybe like a couple months ago where I was like I don't know what everybody else is seeing because I do not think I'm that cute. I'd solid for like four months. I thought I was like the hideous thing. Like <laughs> I started like taking videos like random videos of of me on my uh, laptop doing regular everyday chores. Mm-hmm. of, like, maybe, like, four-minute clips or, like, clips of me dancing and shit so that I can look at them and see how other people see me. Like, oh, my God, look at my face right there. That was cute. Oh, like, look at this little dance move I did at 30 seconds. Like, that was cute, too. And so it just, that, it takes work to actually, like, wake up every day and be like, I'm fine, and I'm gonna take this selfie,
1: and y'all gonna have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I like that. How old are you? I think so. I am
0: twenty six. I'll be twenty seven in January.
1: Right, you're like two days ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um well, I'll be twenty nine. Uh So okay, so three years. Um anyway, the whole idea of this podcast is mm-hmm. this whole with Then it was transition, right? The whole year was about transition. Now, it's more around, like, general well-being and, like, getting my shit together, right? Learning to be an adult or whatever, which I've come to term—well, someone gave me the term—that my 30s are going to be about thriving, right? Yes. Like, my 20s were figuring my shit out and getting messy and— digging through identity and going through some trauma and putting yourself back together, whether that's emotionally, financially, physically, whatever, right? That's what the 20s were. But my 30s are gonna be about thriving. And so my question to you is what does thriving feel like? Um,
0: I think as, As you were talking about it, I think it's exactly that, like, being, having your shit together (laughs) in all forms of ways, like, I feel like I'm on the cusp of thriving right now, Um, like what you mentioned before about being centered and all that stuff, I think it's just being in groove with yourself, Um, you know, for me right now, I'm hella working on, like, being okay with feeling my emotions as they come, recognizing what I need and like actually asking for it or seeking it out. Um, You know, keeping the promises that I set out for myself and the goals or whatever have you. Um, And I think that's exactly what thriving is where you are in tune and in love with yourself at the same time. You're just out here being authentically you um, being confident in everything you do and just like finally living your life, <laughs> mm-hmm. like not worry about the bullshit, like, you know, trying to, trying to reach what you set for yourself, trying to hold yourself accountable, um, for whatever that may be. I think to me, thriving is grooving, like you chilling and you are not concerned about nothing else, but you're good. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you're like in your own groove Mm -hmm. and sure other people are going to have opinions about what that groove is, means, looks like, entails, and like if they don't like it, they can get off the gravy train. Exactly.
0: We're not here to appease other people anymore. Right. You know, we're kind of done with that.
1: Yeah that I live in anyway, and that I grew up in, right? Like, I didn't hear the word queer until I stumbled upon some L Word episode.
0: Oh my God. Literally
1: in this bedroom when I was in high school. Wow. Right? And so I think about, like, no, it's good to have queer people talk about themselves or what they're going through and, like, In general, like what their life is like everywhere. Put it everywhere. Because what does it mean if that kid stumbles upon a story that they're like, oh, right? You know what I mean? Like, that's me. (laughs) Right. Like, that's what I think about with that pop, with your BuzzFeed video of like the kind of reach that has. Like, I think about the videos I watched when I lived in Haven. And I literally, I just binged watch YouTube videos of trans people, like their transition videos. Mm-hmm. That's what we did. Yep. I remember showing them to you at our kitchen table. Yeah. But like, now those things aren't, now it's sharing your, sharing what life looks like. Or what is possible for a trans person is not limited to YouTube anymore. Mm -hmm. Right now it's on Tumblr and it's on um, Instagram. Like it's all over Instagram. Yep. Well, what about podcasts? Like why not? You know? Like we're we're audio stories too. We're not just visual medical pictures.
0: Yeah, yes. <laughs> I think that podcasts are the new wave. Like, I've been meaning to do a post about, um, like, an Insta story featuring all of my friends who have podcasts um, because there's so many. And I think that because, like, YouTube, you have to sit and watch it. Tumblr, you have to sit on the app. Instagram, you have to sit on the app. But podcasts, you can listen to while you're driving, while you're cleaning, while you're exercising. Like, I think that this opens doors for people to imagine what life can look like. That doesn't necessarily have to have a picture, um, you know, because when, you know, I looked at, L, at the outward,
1: I didn't look at the outward until college when it was over because I didn't have HBO at the time right? and
0: I was a little bit too young and my mom was like super um, sheltering me. but. You know,
1: there wasn't Cutie Pop representation on there, not that much anyway. And when mm. it was, it wasn't actually done that well. It was awful. <laughs> um, I mean, so me, it was, it was, uh that's a whole nother show. Yeah. That's a whole exactly. nother show. Um, it was good for what it was. But, right. But, like, I couldn't really connect with
0: um, the characters as much as I could because of what they, what the medium I was looking at it, you know. But on a podcast, people can hear voices and imagine
1: what they need to for themselves in that moment. And I think that that is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Cause there's no face attack. Like unless you go looking for it, like there's no face attached to exactly. a podcast.
0: Yep. yep. And you know, I'm all about that different medium shit. Like that whole, that that's from my English major at Syracuse type of shit. <laughs>
1: Why are there fireworks? (laughs) What the fuck? I didn't even hear it until you said that. Sorry, like a bunch of fireworks went off by the high school. (laughs) You get mad about unnecessary things. (laughs) Well, it is unnecessary. It's a fucking Sunday night.
0: It annoys annoys you like to a T and I love it because I'm extra about certain things too.
1: Like it is (laughs) 6.15 on a Sunday. What in Brand. God's name requires you to set off fireworks? <laughs> yeah. That was something. Yeah, that's a flashback. Well, they're fucking with the dog. Like, now the oh. dogs are all freaked out. Um, Is there any last thing you want to say to the greater, wider universe that is podcast world?
0: Is there any last thing I would love? To yeah. To um, so the viewers, yo, like, I think... On your your question sheet, you had um, one of the life lessons that I feel like I learned that I don't necessarily want to repeat anymore, and I think that I touched on it earlier in the podcast, but more about just being authentically yourself, Um, I find that when I am trying to just be me and give myself grace with what that looks like, um, I'm amazing and brilliant, and I perform you know, well, I feel good. And I think that everyone should be reminded of that. That, like, it don't, you know, gender aside, issues of being queer, all that other shit. Like, what matters is being you and being like, you know what, fuck it, I'm the shit
1: every single day. And so I just want to say, like, you have to remember that moving forward. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Be true to yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Wasn't that what we were told before we all left college? Be true to yourself. (laughs) And we all laughed. We did. And now we're like, oh, actually you were right. (laughs) Yeah. Straight facts. (laughs) Right? Straight Straight up facts. Oh God. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to dial in and talk to me for an hour. Of course.
0: This I'm always fun. I'm here. You Brian, you you the bro. Always Yeah, we go way back. Way back. Way, way back. Way back, yeah. Whatever
1: you keep if you want Oh man, what a great conversation. What like a great way to to catch up and to spend an evening talking to a good friend and, um, somebody you really just like get along with, right? Um, anyway, I really appreciate you all showing up after, uh, such a, a long absence. Um, you know, I really do appreciate like feedback and knowing you all are out there, like. Also, doing the work, right? I appreciate that you are showing up with kindness and particularly my inbox. Um, it's a really special thing. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, certainly you can find me on Patreon and you can find me on PayPal. You could share this podcast, you could give it a five star, let's say, or you could subscribe. You know, I'd really also appreciate a review if you get a chance. Um, I would love all of those things. I mean, I love you all already, but like, those things would be cool too. Um, For those already on the bang, on that bandwagon, you all make this possible. Um, You make it possible for me to to put out new content. And so I really, really appreciate it. Um, I appreciate everybody coming around to to hear these conversations every week um, so we can move ourselves in a, in a good direction until next time. I hope you all keep thriving.